now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Undercrickle Champions League, oh yeah. Puckle! Puckle. Welcome to the 534th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-host. We've got the one and only Sublime. I don't know who goes first, actually, in your case. Um, so I'm going to say Sublime. Sure, yes, hello. Good morning. And then we've got our Sigma. Hello! Time is a construct, and I don't understand it anymore. Yeah. So mm. I, I don't remember. You guys have been around for long enough that I don't remember when anybody showed up. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. I know Claude's new, and so is Mark, and that's it. <laughs> and that is it. Uh, but welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. It's, uh, it's a lovely day in the neighborhood. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> wonderful. I, I haven't actually done a lot of Pokemon. I'm in some, like, random draft league. Mm. And I did well. I beat Ernie in it. It's like it's a monotype Ubers league, so it was a really unfair matchup because it was like ground versus it was ground versus water. I mean, so, so somebody somebody had a uh, Kyogre. It sounds like no, I didn't have Kyogre. Uh, my Uber is uh, Ash Greninja because I think it's better. <laughs> it is good. I think it's I think it's better. I mean, I'm like I think right now we're six weeks in of the eight, and I think I'm like five and one, so we're not doing too bad. Nice. Oh yeah. We're we're not doing too bad. I I think I'm ranked like third overall in the league because there is very there's a very large disparity between the middle. Like there's nobody in the middle. It's either you're rocking it or you're not. Oh, yeah. Like I think in the top six, I think some which is like who goes to playoffs. I think there is somebody with a losing record. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. It's, e- it's either it's either you're doing well or you're not doing well. It's one of those two. Hmm. This week I've got a scary matchup though against like a steel type monotype team. Because they've got, uh, they've got Kartana. Ooh. And I've got water. And so I need to, like, figure out a good way around it. I do have Urshifu, though. So, like, I got that going for me, which is nice. So that can punch it hard. So that's good. Yeah. I, I mean, anything, like, literally, Kartana just needs to be sneezed on, right? So. Yeah. Well, just lightweight. It needs to be sneezed on with a special attack. It actually has a defense. Yes. You got to use the right yeah. stat, but, you know. It just needs to be sneezed on. Uh, well, I've got Volcanion, and I think I calc it out. Like, even Max Attack Kartana can't two-hit KO Volcanion. I, I can see that, as long as you don't let it get the beast boost, like... Yeah, exactly. No, no, exactly. Yeah, you can, well, that means you can switch it and you can actually counter it properly, right? Mm-hmm. If you spec the Volcanion correctly. So I, I am looking into options with that. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes this week. What about you guys? Anything interesting, Sublime? I honestly haven't heard your takes on Legends Arceus. Oh, yeah, well, I love Legends Arceus. Love it. Okay, good to know. That That's what I figured, but I, I needed confirmation in my heart. Right, like, I was so not interested in uh the Diamond and Pearl remakes. I can't blame you. I was more interested in Pokemon Snap, and I was more interested in Legends, and I was like, well, wait, it's fine. To be fair, they did very little to make the Diamond and Pearl remakes enticing whatsoever. Oh, Completely agree. Completely agree. There is so little to make those things enticing 
Give us nothing. Yes. Give us nothing. Right. It, like, yeah. it was a re-release of a 2000s game. Like that. Very uh, yeah. that. And here's the thing. I still have a 3DS and I still have my copy of Platinum. So exactly. Like, why? No, you're playing That's a better, better game. game. <laughs> Honestly, you're playing a better game. <laughs> if you play Platinum. Personally, uh, fun update. I actually started a new job and a new ooh, uh, career transition ooh. working for a nonprofit in education, which I ooh. love. Actually, that sounds exactly yeah. right for you. It is. It that sounds is. exactly right. That's good for you. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. What about you, Sigma? I actually haven't heard your takes on Legends Arceus. <laughs> Quick two second review. I shiny hunted all the new forms except the starters. So that's what I'm doing right now. It was it was nice. It's a nice clean process. I'm I'm enjoying it. I I think it's one of the better shiny hunting methods that we've gotten in a while. As long as it's not for the starters, like you're you're yes. golden. Yes. <laughs> I guess the starters and combi, but well, combi's still fine. Yeah. Okay, but who cares? It's a combi. It's a but combi. like just get a shiny <laughs> Vespaquin in a different game. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it's it's Burmy that's the problem because that doesn't have outbreaks. But whatever. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I have enjoyed it. I've had a good time with it. I still haven't finished the decks. So I need to do that. That's on my list. But Elden Ring came out and I heard it's good. So I mm. need to do that. <laughs> I need to do that one. So I <laughs> want to see how that goes. I also got recently, um, this is like the other nerd of me. I got the uh Power Rangers board game physically. That sounds fun. Called Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid. If you're into like co op board games, this is actually a really nice, easy entrance into it. It honestly really clicks well if you like TCGs mm-hmm. because um, it's very it's it's a lot of card play and everybody gets like their own deck, quote unquote. Well, I guess it is tech. It is still called a deck because it is a deck of cards, but everybody gets their own 10 card deck and those cards can do different things, but you can combo off of each other in really cool ways. Oh, it just feels good. You know, hmm. uh, I don't know. It's just it just feels really good. I would recommend it. And if you're a Power Rangers nerd and it gives you that feeling of like, heck yeah, I am a Power Ranger. I'm going to go beat up some putties. I'm going to have a good time. And then you spend way too much on the expansions <laughs> and you only have your wife to play with who puts up with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then you bring the game to parties and you drag your friends into hour long experiences. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's uh, it's, it's fun though. I would recommend it. It's it's a little pricey because they actually like come out with like little minis for everything that they put in the box, which is really cool. Hmm. Like every ranger has a mini, and then all the monsters have minis that you can paint. It's kind of cool. They've been pretty good about putting monsters in there that people remember from the TV show. Like if you've ever watched Power Rangers, like the original series, you know you know Pudgy Pig, right? Uh, I yes. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows Pudgy Pig. So like Pudgy Pig's in the box. I'm nice. all about that Rita Repulsa. We got Rita Repulsa. Rita Repulse is there. There's two different classes okay. of monsters in this game. Oh, there's two okay. different classes of monsters. There's there's a monster, which is like the thing, like, you know, you know, make my monster grow, right? It's one of those. But then there's also, like, a boss at the end, which is like Rita Repulsa or like Lord Zed. Hmm. It's a, it's a fun game. It's I, I really enjoy it. It, it. It's also like, it's like if a RPG was a board game to some extent. Hmm. Because of the way combat works, it's very RPG-like. Uh, very Pokemon-esque. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice. very Pokemon-esque, uh, but Power Rangers, and that's my other, that's one of my other fandoms that I really enjoy. I enjoy the fandom to myself. Like, I'd much rather go to, like, a Pokemon convention than to a Power Rangers convention, mm. because I, I've noticed that, like, who did I explain this to? I forget who it was, but, like, the Power Rangers fan community 
compared to like the Pokemon fan community. I think in the Pokemon fan community, you have more people who want who like playing things that think, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the mm-hmm. way you know competitive Pokemon works out. Sure. Well, that, not I, sure. this is that's a really bad way to put it, but it's very bad for. We you get there. what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, you get you get more jocks in the Power Rangers community. Strategy is involved in playing Pokemon. Yeah, you get more jocks in Power Rangers who just like feel good and like want to punch stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'd much rather go to the Pokemon community, but. Yeah, uh, the Power Rangers fandom is also a fun place. We have a lot of cool things going for us. <laughs> hmm. Actually, Hasbro is gonna sp- supposedly going to announce some things like the new movie series and stuff that they're gonna do, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. I just want them to adapt the comics. Hmm. The Power Rangers comics are like really good. That's what I always hear. Uh, it's a good time there. They are really good. They're the stories that you've always wanted because they they actually have continuity. <laughs> But yeah. All right. Well, that's enough for a Power Rangers rant. We're a Pokemon podcast. So let's go kick it on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about, other than the fact that there's a Pokemon Presents tomorrow. The original Stitch Gen 4 was announced, so that's exciting. I, there's actually some Gen 4 stuff I would actually consider buying. Yeah, people have been looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, tell us about the anime opening, Sigma. Yeah, starting next week, or this week, I guess, there's going to be a new version of the anime opening featuring Bonnie and Clement and Wallace and Lycia, if you remember who Lycia was. Moving on. Sword and Shield, signups for the next international challenge to get your shiny Galarian Zapdos have opened up. You make sure you sign up and you play your three games to get your shiny Galarian Zapdos. The matches will take place the second weekend of March. Very exciting. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one, I think, is again Sigma because I messed up on my original coloring. Yay. Uh, 1.2 for BDSP has been released. Uh, if you thought that was exciting, it's not really. But hey, it's it's it something. It's something. <laughs> They added Coliseum Battling because BDSP Battling is hip and happening, happening, except it isn't. Uh, they also yeah. made it so you cannot trade clones because cloning was such a big issue when the game released. They had to go in and find a way to stop it. What a way to just, like, quash the fun, by the way. That's like, it, you, like, came in and changed the rules after you messed it up, okay? You can't do that. I, I mean, I assume that's why we still don't have Wonder Trade, but... You probably... They also updated the union room to now support eight people at once. And you can go to the Jubilee television station and look at your records, because why not? My question is, my question is, if the union room holds eight people, are there plans to make it more? Because I remember the original union room used to hold something like 40. I don't know. I think eight is the max they said they were going to do. So That's probably fair, because that's like the most you're ever going to be able to do anything with anyway. But it's still kind of a bummer. I want 40. Mm. I want this union room to be a mess. I want union room code 00000000 to be an absolute mess. <laughs> That's what I want. Oh, all right. Uh, oh, this is you now, Sublime. Yeah, we got Unite news, y'all. Yeah, we love this because it's Hoopa being added as a new support character. So get into that. I heard Hoopa is really good, actually. It like changes how the game's played, uh, from my understanding. Love a support character, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, a good one. This is a good support, too. Like, it teleports your team across the map and stuff like that. That's like, insane <laughs> to me. That's insane to me. That's not, That breaks the game, almost, it feels like. Well, then get this. They're, uh, they're adding a limited time mode called Full Fury Mode through mid-March like, yeah. with faster cooldowns and revives. So, go <laughs> fast. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I've been meaning to hop on and play. I just haven't had time this week because I was in a conference and I haven't been able to jump on yet. So, maybe soon. Mm. Maybe soon. I want to see what Hoopa does and if it's that game-breaking. All right. The next TCG set, Brilliant Stars, has been released. The next set will be Astral Radiance, fo- followed by Lost Origin, according to the TCG Live data mine. There's a data mine for TCG Live. Yeah, the beta's up. It's just the beta, though, right? Like, <laughs> they, they still had the, they apparently had the set in the code, so. Why? They don't even have, like, the old sets in the code, do they? I mean, they gotta get the new sets ready, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, as, that was my, that thing that's my biggest critique of TCG Live is that they've just like, yeah, expanded, we're not gonna really worry about it, right? And. Like, we'll, we'll add it in eventually. We'll don't get it there it. eventually, it's fine. Ah, rah, rah, rah. You can, you can play your Pika deck, it's fine. Don't worry. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> that's essentially what I saw. You can play your Pikaram deck. That's all you need to know. Pikaram's dead now, thank God. Apparently there's no uh there's no microtransactions, so it's really easy to build decks. Oh, that's <laughs> great. This is no, that's like great. This is this is fantastic news. That's all they ever needed. Oh yeah, no, I've been I've been trading for the new stuff on our uh account with like the old packs, like the Lost Thunder oh. and the uh packs like that. Yeah. And I've been getting like all the commons and the non the non-holographic rares, so when we open packs when live finally comes out, we just get credits to get the cards we want. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay, that's what I want. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Yeah, like, you can trade 99 commons and uncommons for one pack, so... That's exactly it. That's what we need in our life. All right, we're gonna go ahead, and we are going to... Oh, wait, no, we got one more piece. This is for you, Sigma. You need to talk about it because you know more about it than I do. Oh, uh... Pokemon Go's announcement hasn't happened yet, but Alola has been found in the code, so that's probably what it is. I'm very surprised. <laughs> I'm very surprised that I, it's just been in the. It just got added because, like, they put the poster out on like the day, like back in July. Back in July, yeah, it's been like six, seven months, and I'm just like, huh. I didn't realize it wasn't there. I'm very confused, but that's okay. Uh, looking at the stuff in the code, I hope we have a lot more events like that. Hoopa form event that we had. That was cool. Back. That was cool. Because, oh, you know how there's legendaries that evolve in you, Alola? Yeah. Yeah, those things take like 200 candy to evolve. Oh. Uh, luckily, Cosmo only takes 100, but you need it twice anyway. So. <laughs> That's dumb. But like, Type Null needs it, and, oh. uh, Poipole needs it. So hopefully oh. those are just a, like seasonal events and we don't have to like, raid a yeah, thousand times for that'd them. be great that would be great <laughs> oh that's fun all right then so i guess that's gonna be it for the news we're gonna kick things on over to puckles pokey quiz where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane pokemon knowledge Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. 
Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the trivia segment of Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We're going to jump right on into it. Our first question this week is going to come to you from Sly. What is the only Steel-type Pokemon line to not be affected by Magnet Pool? Oh, is there a Steel Probably Ghost? Something with... Yeah, there's Aegislash. That would be it. Uh, I don't think ghosts are allowed to be trapped, so I think that's their inherent ability. Is that your final answer? That's a good sure. choice. <laughs> it's right. the, it doesn't matter this week. <laughs> Aegislash line. I was going to think it was something with Mold Breaker. <laughs> the Aegislash line is correct. Uh, it's because ghost yeah. types can't be trapped. Yeah. So <laughs> there you there go. There you go. Hey, look at us, guys. Oh, this one's coming from. I hope you guys get this one right. Um, we're going to see if this works. I'm going to give you a range, I think, maybe, unless you're very confident about this. This is from Bosephus, our good friend oh, Bosephus. Oh, leave us Ooh. an easy one, Bo. In red and blue slash fire red and leaf green, in the mansion on Cinnabar Island, there are several journals, one of which states the day that Mew gave birth. What is Mewtwo's birthday? Isn't it February 6th? Uh, I think it's... I, sure, let's just say yes. I don't know. I don't remember. I know I've come across it, but it's been so long. (laughs) Is February 6th your final answer? Yeah. That's correct. Uh, Get into it. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. I remember Mewtwo Day was earlier this month. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Your next question is your Pokedex entry. Question is always. We're just blowing through this trivia today. I apparently picked out the easy ones. We're picking out the easy ones so Seth can't have the easy ones next week. (laughs) Uh, All right. This one is going to be from... Uh, from Poliwo. It's Ultra Sun Pokedex entry reads, In their search for comfortable trees, they get into territorial disputes with groups of Passimian. They win about half the time. Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> uh, that's what. Comfortable trees. Um, Who doesn't love a good comfortable tree? Kamala? I could... Uh, sure. Um... <laughs> Like, most of the you things know. I'm thinking of aren't in games with Passimians, with Pokedex entries, so, you know. Um, like, Apom, I don't think, is around with the Passimian. Uh, so. Are you going to go with, uh, are you going with, uh, Komala? Yeah, yeah Komala. That tree, you know? <laughs> Komala is unfortunately incorrect. Um, Bummer. The next entry is... It's Legends Arceus, Pokedex entry reads, To affirm their kinship, members of this species will form a ring by linking their newly doubled tails together. On rare occasions, oh, it's ha- it's humans Ambipom. have been accepted as such rings. The answer the answer is Ambipom, yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, re- I didn't realize Ambipom was in- It's an Ultra in Sun and Ultra Moon. I don't think it was in Base Sun and Moon, but I think it was in Ultra uh, okay. Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah, because I they gave us an extra 100 Pokemon, remember? Yeah, but it didn't matter because they opened yeah, the but it battles was just... up to Nat decks anyway, so I didn't yeah. pay attention to what the new Pokemon were. <laughs> exactly. All right. Outside of the first area, I did notice Zora was in the game. <laughs> so, on that note, uh, that is one for th- or three for three. You got one point there. So your next question, I believe, is going to be worth up to three points. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, so I don't know how familiar you are with the anime. Hopefully you're okay with it. No. We're going to uh there are eight <laughs> answers to this question. Uh every two answers you give me will be a point. If you get all eight you get uh you get kudos. 
two strikes. We remove a point from Seth's score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get three For strikes. each after. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to. It's not even an issue. That would be fun to do in the future, though. The I can't change no. the rules now, but maybe in the future. No. Uh, the bonus point question wild. gets to remove points. You too. can remove points from the leader. That could be fun. Some <laughs> sabotage. All right. This is going to be from Gus. In the anime, what is the first Pokemon from each region obtained by Ash, not counting history? Oh. Um, and so I do need you to give me the uh, the Pokemon in the region. You do get uh, it's a three strikes in your out scenario. Okay, so is this in. not counting like his starters? No, it that would are count. Well, well, it would count. It would count. It's whatever okay. first Pokemon he got in that region first. So like even you know. Kanto. Got it. So Pikachu <laughs> for Kanto. That is correct. <laughs> Hey, that is one. Uh, so what did what did he catch first in Johto? I don't think it was Noctowl. Noctowl was late. Pokemon? I think it was no, one that of was by Morty because he didn't get that until yeah, that was Morty. like in the uh, forest towards Whitney, I think, or something. Uh, um, I think it was a starter. It probably was. I just was it Totodile? Was it Totodile? I feel like it was Totodile. Or no, Totodile was later because they got it in the fishing competition in, in a little Okay, ball. well then maybe. Uh, so it's between. So I think Cyndaquil it's between Chikorita or Chikorita. I think well, it's you know, I'm going to guess Chikorita because that you one evolved. In Chikorita so for maybe Jodo? Uh, yeah. That is incorrect. That is not the first Pokemon he oh. caught in Jodo. What is it? Well, I'm not going to tell you. You haven't oh, okay. struck out. Oh, we just lost. Oh, that I thought one. we were going to so do one guess table. per region. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever. You oh, can okay. guess. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want the answers in general. You can give me other regions, everything. Okay, you got it. All right. Uh, understood. Okay, so in Unova, he gets. Did he get Peta before he got like a starter? I think so. One of the starters leaves the lab to follow him. Yeah. Um. I think Oshawott does, right? But I think he Maybe? catches a P-Dub as his first catch of the region, yeah. Okay. Are you locking in P-Dub for Unova? Yeah. That's correct. Yo. Uh, that's two. <laughs> that's two. Kanto and Unova done. And you Did know- he get Starly right away in uh, Sinnoh? I don't. I didn't watch Sinnoh. Do you want to lock that in? That was a choice, though. Do you want to lock that in? Yeah, because he had a star after, so we can do that, yeah. sure. That's it seems correct. like the thing you just. That's okay. correct. It seems like the thing you just throw a ball at first yeah. route and say, "Yep." Yeah. Sino was Starly, Unova was <laughs> yeah. Pitov, and Kanto was Pikachu. So that's what you got so far. You've, you're at one point. Oh, in Gen Seven, it's the Rowlet, right? Uh, backpack Rowlet. I mean, he only had five Pokemon for the longest time, so I mean, but uh, Rowlet was early. I, I believe it. Is he? Yeah, maybe. Are you locking I don't it remember. In? Are you locking it in? I think it's Rowlet. Okay. Rowlet in Alola is correct. There That's, you go. Uh, four. You've got uh, you've got Alola, Unova, Sinnoh, and Kanto done. So you're doing you're doing pretty strong here. I assume Journeys does not count Mr. Mime. It uh, does not because this... that's not in Galar, right? Oh, the Pokemon he oh, caught in so. Galar. In Galar. Uh, in each region. Okay. Uh is Farfetch did he catch Farfetched in Galar? Uh <laughs> You know what? Let's let's ignore Galar for the time being. Okay, so Kalos, I do, I do. um, uh, would Kalos be a? a I fledgling? think he gets a starter first, or did he get uh, it, like, like follows after him? Did he get um, Froakie super early? I think it's Froakie. Uh, yeah. Are you locking that in? Sure. Froakie and Kalos is correct. You guys only need one more. 
And you See, guys will have the See, Owls is the one I actually watched. So I, uh, I was like, it's, it's broken. So the only ones you're missing right now are Hoenn, Johto, and Galar. So I think we just go for Johto Cyndaquilla since Chikorita was wrong. Um, I feel like his Hoenn team is very memorable, though. Uh, um, yeah, but I, I can't remember when he caught the Talo. Did he catch the tail? Oh, because also, uh, he had a Trico, which happened first. Do we know? Yeah, that's why I said, like, I think okay. we got the Cyndaquil Let's down. Let's just you have, do Cyndaquil. And we still sure. have a miss, right? So You still have a miss, yes. So might as well just try the Cyndaquil and not think about yeah, Cyndaquil, okay. Cyndaquil Johto is incorrect. Oh, no. He had another Pokemon in Johto. <laughs> Heracross? No. Um, Maybe it was Heracross? I feel like that would have been later, right? It was at the bug catching competition, but I. Th- that's later. Yeah, that's way too far in. Um, well, no, that's no. He caught the bee drill at the bug catching competition that he gave to the gives to Miss Thing the with the, Yeah, right. She had a chikorita, and she then did she have tried a to come at his Charizard with it. I'm like, oh, baby girl, baby girl, no, <laughs> that's ambitious. No. <laughs> uh Maybe just Taylo. Maybe we should just shoot for Taylo. And Hoenn? I'm not as familiar with those animes as fully. Like, I can't remember. Yeah. I've lost too many I... brain cells since I watched Johto as a kid. Because I don't think it was Corefish, uh, so. <laughs> oh. And I don't remember when Trico was, so. Are you going Taylo for Trico Hoenn? or Taylo. Yeah. Taylo in Hoenn was correct, or is correct. Uh, that yeah. is correct. Okay. So you got, that's that's all three points for you guys. That's six. You guys are, you guys are six, six for four. What the were the missing? last two answers, though? Is uh, Galar far-fetched? Galar or... was Galarian far-fetched. Um, Galar and, fetched. And Johto <laughs> was surprisingly Heracross. Oh okay. my gosh. I did, okay, well, yeah, you know. I didn't know if he caught far-fetched in Galar. I would have thought Heracross would have been further like, in. Yeah. The first thing he got was the fossil, so. <laughs> yeah, no, he caught, he caught Farfetch way before the fossil. A lot of birds yeah, I know. I just on didn't, this list. I didn't know if Farfetch was in Galar that he caught it. But you guys A got most of, of it. A lot of birds on this list. Yeah, he just, well, I think it was, yeah. so like, just Hoenn, tough. Sinnoh, and Unova, they just had a formula that they were following, I think, for what an anime sh- season should, or a series should be. He and needs the bird to scout for Need Team bird so like, we can scout. Need, and then, and then like, here's Starter. Um, in Hoenn, he only got Trico, but in, yeah, because uh, they spread them out, which is nice. In, I like in when Sinoke, they do that. he got Turtwig, and then he got the Chimchar, and then Unova, he got all three. Mm-hmm. Unova was kind of cool. I mean, cool even because wait. even Kalos, yeah, he, he got the flying type next, I believe, too. Yeah, after Pro-key. well, in Unova, they let him have like ten Pokemon in rotation, which was really nice. And he rotated them in and out. That's and he true. rotated them pretty significantly. Yeah, pretty. F- I like that a lot. I like having the rotation. Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has kind of been a bummer for like a lot of the recent ser- series where he's just like, yeah, he only has like five to six Pokemon. Like he, do- he doesn't even have a full team in Alola most of yeah, the time. Yeah, no, exactly. Until like Meltan. Uh, and then yeah, even then, like, and then, occasionally. and then Poiple leaves. Yeah. It's dumb. Oh, Poiple comes back for the oh, final fight. It's- yeah, it's just like <laughs> everything else. It's dumb. Uh, it's like, All yeah, right, let so me borrow guys- my Gudra again. Let me borrow okay. my Charizard. It was like, yeah, he rents things. Next thing out is, or next question, and your final question is your base stack question as always. You do still have the hint. You can either get it and cash it in and get all eight, or you can use it today and get seven probably. So this one is going to come to you from Liger. What dark type has the highest base defense of all dark type Pokemon? Hmm. Darkness. Uh... So Mega Sableye came to mind. 
but that sounds prob- like a good choice. <laughs> Megala Sableye is cursed by low def- by low HP, not low defense. <laughs> yeah, like the defense is what grows on it. I can't think of other like defensive dark types. Uh, like what are legendaries that are dark types? Dark eye um, isn't. The- dark eye isn't. Le- a what tank. are the megas? Because it's almost always a legendary or a mega. Uh, Megas or Hound- Houndoom is not. Houndoom is not the answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, Hoopa's too busy being unbound by its offenses. Yeah, it's not like there's a uh, shuckle like Dark Eveltal, type no. Uh, Dark Ride, no. Because um, about- Mega Sableye, I think, is in the 150. What about range, Mega so. Tyranitar? Hmm. I feel like it went all into attack. And, no, it did not. <laughs> well, no, it didn't all go into attack. A lot of it went into special attack, too. Um, because mixed T-Tar was a thing. I know 10 of it went into speed. <laughs> yeah, but only 10. Only 10. Um, well, it's one of the Megas, if I had to guess. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we should just use the hit, because it doesn't even matter. Yeah, fair. Uh... It's it's a dual type with rock, I guess. I don't know how to give you a hint. <laughs> oh, okay. So okay. Tyranitar. No, Mega Tyranitar. Oh. <laughs> Mega Tyranitar is correct with a base defense of 150. Dang. Next up is Mega Sableye with 125. Well, oh, there you have Darn. Followed up by Scrafty in the number three slot with 115. Wow. <laughs> and tied Love for fourth for place there's a three-way tie between umbreon regular tyranitar and drapion at 110 huh. good for them good for drapion yeah good for drapion right drapion has got the same defense yeah tyranitar right like good for you drapion you're doing something all right but that gives you guys seven points for today uh that changes up the rankings i think uh actually does it Mm, it does a little bit because Sublime got a lot of points and he was in the field. That does change up things. In first place, we have Seth Vilo with 27 points. In second place, we have Claude Nine with 22 points. In third place, we have R Sigma with 21 points. In fourth place, we have Linian with 14. In fifth place, we have a tie between Mark and Sublime with 13 points. In seventh, Lucky. we have P. McGee with 8. Three-way tie at eighth place with Whimsicott, Jushiro, and Basket at seven. And Shamu is in last with five and eleventh. Everybody, everybody's on the board, so I don't know what else to say. If you want more Puckles Pokey Quiz and probably watch it end, uh, you can go, you can listen in next week. <laughs> uh, unless we get, like, super hard trivia. It depends on how mean Liger wants to be, honestly, because he prepares the trivia questions. All right, so on that note... We are going to go ahead and kick it on over. I guess not to the topic today, because we're going to be Future Us. Actually, you know what? No, we'll put the topic next anyway, but it's going to be on to Future Us after we've watched the trailer. Uh, We will catch you guys uh, over there. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So 
Until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be the Pokemon Presents presentation, and I guess our initial reactions. We just watched it like two hours ago. We're in the future now, which is very exciting. A lot of things happened. I haven't touched any of the content. I know Sigma started playing some of it, but so it was 14 minutes long. And the one thing I didn't like was how much time they spent on just like random things at the beginning. Everything that was already announced. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like the thing that really got me. So they're just like, first, some Pokemon Go news. And they show like this 15 second trailer of nothing except for like signals of like the Alolan starters. And I was like, that was super underwhelming. Yeah. And then it continued to be underwhelming for a while because one, it was like Pokemon Masters EX, which I'm sure for the people who play it was maybe exciting. It was a full announcement, at least. Yes. The original week announcement was only May. That was okay. I, I wasn't bad about that. Mad about that. Pokemon Cafe Mix. I didn't know people were playing that still. That's okay. I didn't know it was two years old. Well, it was like two years old before they did like, it, that includes like the, reset. the time they did the reset and everything. That game's weird. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who the audience is anymore for that. No, no, they don't. Especially with it being on Switch. It's so weird. The thing that I, I noticed they did have that I was just like, okay, that's the thing, was when they announced, like, the Oaks Letter for Shaman and BDSP. Mm-hmm. One, I was just like, wow, that's really underwhelming, because who cares about BDSP at this point? <laughs> I'm going to shiny hunt it, but that, I'll do that's it. about it. I'll go play. <laughs> I'll do it. I just won't do be happy while I... I don't know. Like, it's just... It's one of those things where it's just like, oh, I got to boot up BDSP. Well, Legends Arceus exists. I mean, it hasn't left my uh, played games yet. Granted, that's mostly because it took forever to find that last Pokemon I needed, but... Yeah, that's fair. I saw that and I was just like, mm, I forgot that game existed. So we'll do with that what we will. <laughs> Other than that, I don't think I was too absolutely stunned about anything. In the first half, I should say. Yeah. There was the thing that I was most amazed by this direct, because I want to get to the meat and potatoes, and if I don't say it now, I'll forget it, is that there wasn't an announcement for Pokemon Home compatibility for Arceus and BDSP yet. Uh, I mean, it happens when it happens. It's not like the biggest thing. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. It's just this is a little long, at least in the case of BDSP, than we're used to. Uh, I, I believe it's always like February, right? It's awkward, probably because of the cloning, and they apparently do not like the cloning because they found a way to stop you from trading the clones. That's still dumb. So that might have set it back a little bit. I mean, the developers for Home and the developers for BDSP are the same, so it shouldn't be hard to get that to go together. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they're just like kind of, they want to do BDSP and RCS at the same time, and they're just like, RCS has only been out a month, so give it a hot second Mm -hmm. before they, they bring it in. Yeah, one big update instead of two. I can see it. Yeah, that's all. Okay, but uh, so meat and potatoes time, which I think is most of this segment. We knocked most of this out in three minutes. I want to talk about one. We had the Legends RCS update, which uh, came out. I'm a little disappointed it's not DLC exactly. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense considering what came after. Yes, that's true. Uh, considering we got an, the new announcement, but I don't know. I would have liked DLC still. You could have like released it in April. The game doesn't come out until late 2022, which means like whatever Black Friday is this year. It means it gets to hang out with uh, Breath of the Wild, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm curious how they're going to do that release with Breath of the Wild and Pokemon. I mean, they have like three big release days between October, November, and December, right? Because they, yes. they'll throw a game in the first week of December and not care. Uh, maybe, actually. Last year it wasn't big, but... yes. Like, they put Smash Bros. in December. So, Sigma, I know you've played the, uh, the deal, the, not the DLC, but the update to Legends Arceus, and maybe this is, like, the, uh, maybe there's more updates to have become, to come, mm-hmm. because they just call this one Daybreak? Yeah. I could totally see more of them being, like, midday and then, like, nighttime or something. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, tell me what you've seen so far, because it looks like they're adding more battles and they're doing mass outbreaks or whatever that is. So they added a bunch more missions. Of Hisuians? Yeah. No, oh, okay. no new Hisuian Pokemon, but... No, I meant new Hisuian outbreaks, though, it seemed like. Oh, uh, yeah, they showed Electrode. They showed Hisuian Zoroark, too. I only just started the mission, and uh, yeah, the first thing you find is those Hisuian Zoroark. Just chilling. Of course, of course. Uh, and then when you actually learn about it, it's called, like, Massively Massive Outbreaks, and there's <laughs> about around ten happening at the same time, but you don't know what it, each one is. Interesting. So, like, it's all mystery marks on your map, and then you go to them, and it's like, oh, this one's this Pokemon, and this one's that Pokemon. So you're having multiple outbreaks at the same time. Interesting. So I'm sure shiny hunters will love that. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that the starters are part of them now, too, because they're, like, blaming the uh, space-time stuff for it, so. That would be cool, actually. Yes. I think this is a good entrance, too, into them expanding the decks, possibly, to some extent. Eh, maybe. I'm not closing the door on this being the final update that Legends Arceus gets, only because we don't have a new game coming out until the end of the year. Arceus is such a breath of fresh air, and they obviously realize that. But yeah, I guess I guess meat and the meat of the that was the potatoes. Now we got the meat, right? So <laughs> the the biggest news was that Pokemon Violet and Pokemon Scarlet were announced at the end of this direct, and I don't know. It, it feels so weird because we're gonna talk about this for 20 minutes, and it was like maybe a two minute trailer, maybe it was a three minute trailer. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a minute and a half of filler. Like, who is this guy? We don't need him. It took a minute to get to the actual gameplay. I'm like, this was unnecessary. I don't care (laughs) about this guy in an office. It also had nothing to do with anything, as far as I could tell. I mean, I saw, like, some gold in the background, so based on where this is based off of, it's like, maybe that's something. I mean, if you look at the region, it's based on Spain. It's definitely the Iberian Peninsula. It might be Portugal and Spain, but it's definitely Spain. It's definitely Spain. I mean, even the starter names are Spanish puns, right? Yeah, yes. Sprigatito, that's like a little cat. Fue Coco instead of, yeah. Fue like, Coco? Yeah, before we go too far with that, so let me pull. I, I had the press release up and then I went and did other things. <laughs> I'm happy they gave us the names and everything already, too. Yeah. My only uh, <laughs> a thing that will make me upset is that if they turn out to all be bipedal when they when they evolve to their final forms. Well, eh, you know, we'll see. They they seem to be incapable of that. When was the, like the only one we didn't get was I'm Primarina in like the past decade? Okay, in the past decade, how many gens have been out? Like 3. Oh, no, that's a that's a Okay, so that's through 7? Uh 6. 6, 7 and 8. Okay. Look at the final Evos. Greninja, yeah. Delphox. They literally just, like, they make them these cute little things, and you're like, wow, these are cute little monsters, and they're just like, now I'm your best friend, who's also mostly a human. Command <laughs> me. And it's very right. awkward. I know. I know. It's, it's my biggest criticism, I think, so far, of just modern Pokemon. See, the secret isn't to change your legs to arms. The secret is to get rid of your legs, like Snivy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think Gen 5 was the last time I was just like, these are cool designs. Yeah, well, Samurott and Superior both yeah. were non-bipedal by the end. There were so. two good ones. Uh- <laughs> yes, that's what I think. I mean, I like the Gen 4 starters, too. I, I don't know. I just miss when Pokemon felt like monsters, like especially your starter. Like, because there's pocket monsters, right? Rather than just like, they're supposed to be your best buds and you can high five them. I want to not be able to high five my starter conveniently, if that makes sense. <laughs> 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 we shall see. We didn't get four starters. We got Spr- Sprigatito, the grass cat Pokemon, who is probably the most adorable of all of them. I, I think that's the early winner on the popular one. 
first time I'm going grass since five. Yeah. Oh no, that's definitely it's the it's the new Rowlet. It's the pretty one. It's the new Rowlet. Let me yeah, tell you, it's the pretty one. It's the pretty one. And then you've got also it's just literally Litten again, but it's fine. It's like cuter Litten. But that's grass. fine. Litten works. It's fine. It's- Fue Coco, the fire croc Pokemon, which is probably the ugliest of all of them, which is surprising. I don't know how I feel about it. There's literally a duck. I kind of love its derpy face. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, this is literally the problem with all new Pokemon. Again, it just takes you like, it takes you like a month to be like, yeah, that's a Pokemon. You know what I mean? It does. Fue Coco became one of my favorites pretty quick. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, I, I I might love it, but I might not. I can't tell. Oh, no, they're cute. I, I mean, I think they're all like, I think they're all fairly cute. I kind of like its face. I think these are all solid designs. I don't like Quaxley. I don't like Quaxley. I think Quaxley's okay. I think Quaxley's okay. He can turn into a proper gentleman. <laughs> yeah, he can turn into a proper gentleman. Great name, though. Love the name, Quaxley. That's cute. I also hope, like, their final Evos don't disappoint me like the ones from Sword and Shield did. That part. Those hardcore disappointed me. I mean, a couple of them grew on me. Inteleon's still a thing. I, I don't know. Even, like, Rillaboom and Cinderace, like, those only grew on me because of their competitive advantages. And even then, I'm just like, yeah, but the designs are kind of boring. And I I just want secondary typings. Like, give me interesting secondary typings. I do. I do. I don't care. I like, do. Like, e- even just giving them, like, they did it in Legends Arceus to the other starters, I thought was very interesting. And it changed things. And secondary typings yeah, are where it's fun. at. Giving us bland, like, like monotype Pokemon is no yeah. fun anymore. It's just no fun. I agree. Yeah, it's no fun. There's 18 types. You want as many as you can. I also really like that they called them Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, by the way. We're going back to colors, but extra colors. I hope it's a sign that they're going back to basics. Like, I really I really mm. hope it's a sign they're going back to basics. I don't know that it's a back to basics so much as there's only so many things you can name stuff before you sound more and more ridiculous. That That's true, but I don't know. Like, I like it better than naming it Sword and Shield and Sun and Moon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I've been fine with all the names, but I love Pokemon Scarlet Envy and Pokemon Violet Chachki. Yeah. Fun names, fun colors. I'm into it. Which one are you getting right now? I don't know. I It's Violet, definitely. I don't know. I need to see the legend. I'm still really disappointed. Like, I really hope they can fix the legend. This is like a pipe dream. Like, this is like Thatch's wish list, and it's not going to come true. But what I would really like is to see the legendaries be treated like they were in gold and silver. Well, because, like, I, I really, I well, I think Legends Arceus 1 shows that a Pokemon game can sell without needing two versions of a game. Yeah. I think version exclusiving the legendaries is stupid. It's anti-consumer and, like, non- I think that's the worst, I think that's the worst way to do it. It's non-competitive, too. Exactly. I think that's the worst way to do it. I really dislike it. I would really love for them to be able to catch them because I, I like I do like dual versions. I do like dual versions because I, even because after Arceus, seeing the number of people that like really didn't need to trade and like hang out and talk about it together, it kind of bummed me out a little bit, right? You could tie version exclusives to what starter you pick, right? Like that's something they could do. No, I think I think they could do that as well. I agree with you. Like I, I agree with you. I think that is another way you can go. I think that's the way you could go with one version. It's like, what starter you pick is what you find, and that's how you have to trade. I agree with that to some extent. They did show us the trainers, too. I guess we're in school because this is, I think, the biggest thing that everybody's going to lose their mind about is that this is a proper open world game, or is supposed to be. Allegedly. It said it said in the description of the video, it, 
It did say that. It did say that. It will be an open world adventure, and the trainers can explore an open world with no borders, and they blend seamlessly into the wilderness. I, I'm glad they decided that they're finally capable of designing the back of a house. <laughs> you know what? You're probably not wrong, though. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't know, they showed us that they could really, I mean, we've we've progressively seen the evolution, and it's been really weird seeing it in, like, the past two and a half years, how Pokemon's, mm-hmm. like, really grabbed the reins here, and understood what they're doing. Like, Pokemon Sword and Shield came out, and, like, I, I will say it wasn't the greatest experience, it was a Pokemon experience. It was a Pokemon game. It was a stepping stone, is yes. what I always saw it as. You know, I think it was something to, like, get your foundation down, right? But then the DLC really showed us, like, oh, this is what Pokemon could be. Yeah. Then Legends Arceus really locked it in. Really changed what Pokemon could be yeah. in a good I, I mean, way. honestly, I, this honestly looks like exactly what we were talking about not too long ago, where you could have, like, the two kiss, like, the old school Pokemon and the new school, and, like, Legends Arceus and make them kiss. Because, one, they if they would have showed me this trailer for Sword and Shield when they announced Dexit, I don't think I would be as mad. <laughs> I would have been as mad at the time. Because they did actually redo the models, and the models look really good. For the Pokemon. So Viper is so scaly and I love yes. it. Yes. It is a step up. Yeah. Th- this is the payoff that I would have expected, right? Mm. I'm very pleased with that in that, that regard. I'm also very pleased to have seen a regular Meowth. Like we did in Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield. Okay, but this. it was on a route. It was on a route, Sigma. Okay. <laughs> it was on a route. <laughs> it was- well, it's an open world. Everything's a route. <laughs> it was on a route. I'm hoping that it means that there's no regional. Remember how how we were shown that Gigantamax Meowth, and it's like, well, cool. Meowth is going to collect a regional for every region, like Infinity Stones. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. well, I was expecting it, honestly. I was waiting for one, and he's. I was expecting uh, that to be the new meme. Was like, hey, here's a new regional. I also wouldn't be surprised if we if we got more regionals in Scarlet and Violet. I, that seems to be the winning thing. That, for sure, it's yeah. the best mechanic they've come up with. Yeah, the only thing that makes me upset is in the Japanese logo. The, every Japanese logo since uh, X and Y has always had like a little marker for what the gimmick is in that yeah, game. Yeah, I saw it. And there's there's one in the Japanese logo, and it's a different one, and it hurts me because I like I think almost the entire community can go like Meg Evolution was done well, it was done right, it was very fun. We all want it, and we want that. And then they we- go, well, no more Megas anymore. <laughs> then they're just like, well, you can have. Uh, can have Z moves, which were okay, but they were kind of poop. And then we got uh, Dynamax, which is not—I don't think—nearly as exciting as Mega Evolutions were. It was like trying to be Mega Evolutions without Mega Evolutions. I don't know. It was—it was dumb. It really reminds me of like this is a really bad way to put it, but like communist, uh, communist Mega Evolution because it's just like everybody's equal now. <laughs> which I get. Like you want it so that you can use your favorite and have them do a cool thing, like. I understood the intent. That, that's understandable, but I don't think if everybody's good, nobody's good. <laughs> oh, not everybody's good. Yeah. Let's just be clear. Just because everyone can doesn't mean everybody's good. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the same with Megas, though, right? Like, I mean, Megas felt like the answer to no longer having evolutions for Pokemon too, though, and yes. that was like part of their appeal. One was fixing the things with three evolution stages. I really liked it. I still think it should be the way things are done. Personally. I think it should be the way things are done. We will see what the future holds. Yeah, we'll see. We live in a world where we can just get them a while evolution now, too, though. Yeah, but no. <laughs> no, we we don't. Yes, but I don't want that. We don't. <laughs> we might not want it, but we live in that world. 
I don't want it. I don't know. It, we did see, I think you said uh, that we did see like some of the Hisuian Pokemon in the clips. Uh, we saw a Petalil existing, but also there's just an image of a trainer with a Hisuian Zoroark. Perfect. That's even better. Like, good to confirm that early. The game does look really, like, the, the definitely some of the textures need touched up, but we're, we're you know, seven months out from even, seven, eight months out from even needing to worry about that. I mean, outside of that, like, I think it looks really good. The Pokemon models specifically look very good. I am very excited about that. I, I'm just excited overall, because I think this looks really good, and as long as they give us a larger dex than 400, I think, <laughs> I'll take it. I think around 400's the right number. yeah. Okay, if they gave me 500, I'd be happy with it. Only because, and this is my answer, if you're going to if you're going to keep adding Pokémon like this and you're going to do the Dexit thing, you're not going to put all every Pokémon in every game and we're still missing 60, right? Yes. I would like to see the Dex grow slightly. I think because Sword and Shield as much crap as we give it did still have by the end of the DLC the most Pokémon you could catch in a single game. I think that should continue to grow. I think DLC should continue expansions are good no but i would like to see i would like to see the base decks be the same size as something like like x and y because x and y's base decks was just over five four fifty well because this is the second generation on the switch like i feel like a higher dex number should be easier each subsequent generation on the same system i agree with this i i think it but yeah this all looks really good like it, it just it looks very clean I am more excited about this than I think I was after the Dexit announcement for Sword and Shield <laughs> at this juncture. It just changes the level of excitement because it's like, well, we'll see what's available. It's you know? a different. It's definitely a different type of excitement because you're still you're still concerned about, well, will my favorite make it in? Which I think it's still a horrible feeling that the that the yeah. Pokemon company's created. Yeah, try 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 wondering when it never came in. I know exactly. No, no, I I <laughs> it di- never I, came. I don't disagree with you. Ugh. And they did put that announcement on the website for release, saying that it's going to be compatible with home, but only Pokemon in that game can go into it. They didn't make Which, that, yeah, that's that a, warning. Sadly expected at this point. Yeah, um, I know. I, I dislike that. I, I think it's something they could do. It hits different, though. Yeah. The difference is it looks cleaner, right? I, I can see the excuse this time. <laughs> like, they're trying something significantly new instead yes. of like, yeah, there's a wild area. <laughs> yeah, wild area. I, I think this just honestly solidifies the idea that Sword and Shield started as a 3DS game. Yeah, uh, it was a stepping stone game. It's like, eh. <laughs> it feels like it really started as a 3DS game and then became became Sword and Shield. I don't know. I, it's definitely very exciting. I'd love to see if there's still gyms or something of that sort. I, I don't know. Mm. It just looks good. And because of the way they do the lighting, it definitely has a different tone to it than Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. I really like it so far. I We're going to have to wait until May, right? <laughs> to find Probably. out anything more. Other than you're a student at a school. And because they needed a home base of some sort, and they decided you're going to be a student. I do really like that uh, town square with all the types around yes, it. Yes, that is very good. I do agree with that. It's a very nice looking uh, image. I think they're using the school, though, as like a home base, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. I really have zero preference or zero worries about it. I-, I think it's also a way so they could probably tie in research kind of Legend of Arceus style as well. Like your homeworks to go out and catch this type of Pokemon this many times or something. Mm-hmm. So you could, I think they could finally make it all kiss and like we get a nice new Pokemon experience in the way we want it. I'm still very upset though that I didn't see any of the Pokemon that are missing. Like, oh, we have a beach and then you see, you see Clauncher and not Crabrawler and I'm like, oh, come on, give me a Crabrawler. I want him back, guys. Like, Sviper is semi-new. It was in BDSP, but... Yeah, if, no. it, if a Pokemon's in BDSP, I don't count it, because that means it's in the Switch engine, right? It was in BDSP, but the, it also got, like, a very nice makeover compared to, the, like, 
It did. No, all the Pokemon that they showed, like, the Magnemite looked really good. Yeah, everything looked good. The Meowth looked the good. The Meowth looked really good. I was really impressed with how a lot of it looked. I think it's going to be a great experience in that regard. I really, really enjoyed that. They even show, they showed Starly, which I think is a little disappointing. <laughs> you know what? For regional birds, I like Starly. It was better than the P-Dove. I will say that much. Sword and Shield gave us Hoot Hoot and P-Dove. Like, I will take Starly any day of the week. Part, part of me is just like, but where's the Pick-A-Peck guy? Where's the Pick-A-Peck? Uh, <laughs> like, show me a Starly. Show me a Fletchling. Like, I'm happy to see Talon play him in a region. Yeah, show me the Pick-A-Peck. That's what I want. Show me the Pick-A-Peck. I haven't seen Pick-A-Peck in forever. <laughs> I don't know. That's my, I think that's my only disappointment is I didn't see a Pokemon that we haven't seen in forever in the trailer. I, like, if they would have shown me Crow Brawler, I'd be like, heck yeah, move on with life. I guess the one we saw was Flabebe. Did we see Flabebe? Yes. Yeah, somebody posted it in the Discord. And Florges, yeah. Oh, thank God. That makes my life... Okay, so that's one of the 60. I'm happy. There we go. That's all Thatch one. It's <laughs> <laughs> all Thatch one. Because in, in my perfect world, we'd be able to, on the Switch, get all of the Pokemon. That's all. Because they, they're kind of making all games not generations, which is mm-hmm. kind of interesting in a way. They are their own environment question would be like oh hey you can catch a stone journer in scarlet and violet can you take that back to sword and shield mm-hmm. and if you could do that that's i think that's a pro to their new format compared to what we had yeah in the olden days also good on stone journer for still existing i assume that would be something that would just be kind of forgotten like a dunsparce of sorts we had a lot of those though okay we had a lot of pokemon that like made the made the cut in sword and shield that are just like are you sure that's the one <laughs> this is fair. I'm still upset about Electric making the cut. Okay? I was going to say, Manetric is like the biggest defender of all of these. Yeah, I, I'm still upset Manetric made the cut, guys. That's just still a little <laughs> salty that like we spent two of the 400 slots on Manetric and Electric. When we have Bolton right here. Yeah, well, we just made a Yamper. <laughs> and so we're just like, yeah, could we use another Electric dog? Heck yeah. We want people to be able to run the team. Well, can we run an all sheep team? No. No. <laughs> Why would you be able to run an all sheep team? That would only be adorable. You can. It's just six Wulu. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we need a lightning rod user because maybe Togedemaru and Raichu aren't good enough. It's like, yeah. no, Raichu's perfectly fine. <laughs> you don't. I would love for them to do DLC for this one. And that's this is the one where they like finish the decks. But I can understand them not doing it. I mean, I'm going to have this wish until they do it or I die. Maybe for the 30th. Maybe for the 30th anniversary. I could see it lining up for the 30th anniversary, but I don't know yet. I don't know. Uh, it's just me being hopeful. Yeah, it's something that I've just kind of accepted at this point. So Yeah, I, I've accepted it, and with this upgrade and the Legends upgrade, I'm okay with it at this point. Yeah, like, as long as they're pushing the series forward, I'm kind of okay with it. I think Sword and Shield was just the wrong entry for me to have seen that. Sword and Shield was, like, a lot more of the same, but it, yes. raid battles were cool. Raid battles were okay. It didn't push things. I look at raid battles, and I think they could have been more. Yeah. I think they could have <laughs> been more. My favorite raiding opportunities in Sword and Shield were when we got to raid something big like the Mewtwo or the Zeraora. And one, they barely had any of those events. We had like, I think I named like two thirds of those events. The recent like starters at level 80 are probably the next closest yeah. thing. Just because they're the best Gigantamax in the game too. So Because those were those were fun because those were hard and it took peop- it took time to do them. And I really like doing those with people. I also guess two of them resist Zashin and that's good too. I really, really like them. It's unfortunate that we didn't have more of those. I don't know. I, I think max raids were definitely underutilized. That's my that's Thatch's opinion. It felt like Dynamax Adventure was like a nice 
That was a good middle ground. Change up to the mode so you weren't, like, abusing the strongest things. Well, even then, I still think, like, the way shields worked and stuff in the max raids, like, I think that could have been tuned a little bit better. It could have been. I think that could have been tuned a little bit better. I would love to see a new iteration of that. I doubt we will, but I'd love to see a new iteration of max raids where we can do that. I'd like to see some kind of, like, cooperative multiplayer mechanic group. I'm really okay, though, even if we get, like, the style of battles we had in uh, Legends Arceus, where you can get, like, multiple Pokemon fighting you at one time. Like, pseudo-horde battles. Yeah. Uh, I'd be okay with that as well. I like horde battles, and I think they make the game a little bit more exciting and a little bit more challenging. I mean, they make EV training a lot easier. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's pumpkins in this game. That's all that matters. Hope we get a pumpkin Pokemon. Rip Pumpkaboo. Oh, we already have a Pumpkaboo. <laughs> Pumpkaboo found dead in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> already forgotten i already forgot it it's fine it's fine it was out of the last two games was it really oh i mean bdsp and rcs oh yeah yeah okay but that doesn't count <laughs> those don't count there's been a high concentration of Sinnoh recently mm-hmm. and not much past that i think legends rcs <laughs> was just like this very experimental title they wanted to push out i honestly wonder if they had two trailers ready to go for today depending on how legends rcs sold <laughs> I, I really do, because I wonder if there was just, like, one that was like, here's more traditional Pokemon, and then the other one that's just like, hey, Legends Arceus for the game. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm also curious if, like, there's some time mechanic here at play as well, only because of the, like, the little intro video they played before it. I could be wrong. Uh, that intro video made me really afraid that we were ending on Detective Pikachu, too. I thought he was in a museum. I saw the Game Freak, though. And once you see the Game Freak... Yeah, I saw he- Game Freak, too. And I'm like, Game Freak's working on Detective Pikachu, too. What? <laughs> no, I didn't think that. I was just like, I was just like, what's going on? This is interesting. Uh, but then when he got in there, I was still very confused about the room. I'm still very confused. Maybe it'll make sense as time goes on. But- yeah, that's what I'm hoping. But this game, I mean, even like, even some of the textures, though, like, look really good at this point. Like, I'm very impressed. I'm very... I wasn't a graphics guy until Dex had happened, by the way. <laughs> 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 the trees look better. I mean, this just looks really good. It looks like there's a lot of things that look really good. There's, like I said, a couple of textures that need to be polished, but a lot of it looks really good. Like, I, I'm very happy with it at this at this point. With our one two minute, like, it'll be, yes. I, I, I'm excited for when we get another video. That's not going to happen until like May. Uh, that's my gut feeling. I know, but like, oh, that'll be nice because. May's my answer because it can happen anywhere between April and June. <laughs> Pretty much. Maze my like nice middle ground answer. It might show up at E3. It might show up in April. Who it, would, it won't show up at E3. It'll show up in like a Pokemon Presents a week before E3. <laughs> That's what usually happens because they will talk about it at E3. So like we're going to get some news before E3. That, that's the answer and it's gonna be no sooner than like the middle of april mm-hmm. which i'd be okay with they might show off like one new pokemon and then here's the legends maybe just the legends or yeah, the legends it's probably yeah. just the legends i'm kind of over that formula by the way which formula the legends formula like here's two legends we made two game here you go yeah like i said uh version exclusive legends make competitive bad well we'll see what they do what do you think if they made a um Something where you got to choose which legend you evolved it into, kind of like Cosmo M, mm. but like you could choose regardless of which version you bought. I think that's the way to do version hmm. exclu- exclusives because they did that in the DLC, like Crown Tundra. Remember? Yeah. Like for Regilecki. Exactly. And the horses. I think that's the way to do version exclusives. Like add them both, but make you pick. Is yeah. you give everybody a choice and then they go and they get what they want and then you find somebody who picked the other choice. Like if you're going to do it other than just give me both in other ways. <laughs> Which you should do, because I think doing it for legendaries is a dumb way to do it. 
Because it just forces me to buy both games if I want both legendaries. Yeah, especially when one is significantly better than the other. Like Zashin. Looking at you, Zamazenta. <laughs> From the two-minute trailer, I am very excited. From the two-minute trailer. Uber excited. This is this already looks better than Sword and Shield. <laughs> I mean, I was expecting it this year, right? Yeah, we. I think we all were, right? We, we, it was one of those things where yeah. it's like, it's, uh, it's going to happen, but we don't want it to happen. It's like, there's something coming, and it better not be Let's Go Johto. And it wasn't, so yay. Uh, Let's Go is <laughs> dead. Everybody who keeps saying Let's Go Johto is going to happen is wrong. And after seeing this game, I don't know that Legends is going to happen again. Oh, no. Legends was so well received, we have not seen the end of its impact. I think those are better ways to do remakes than actual remakes. Or I guess you could do remakes exactly the way... Like classic remakes? Well, you do it the way you did BDSP, right? Yeah, like, it. it's very faithful. Let's not do anything the way we did BDSP. <laughs> I mean, I really think they should do more. The problem, the real problem with BDSP, and this just stems to, like, Pokemon's New Direction, which is okay in terms of if you're looking at Scarlet and Violet, is that you can't have all of the Pokemon in the game, which was kind of the big selling point of, like, getting something like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, but if that's not the case anymore... I can go through that game with these Pokemon. That'd be really fun. And now it's just like, well, now it's the exact same game you played before. Exactly. It's like, we don't have a virtual console anymore, so... Like, here's how you used to play the game, kind of it. That could be a direction they go to, by the way, because we don't have virtual console anymore. They they could definitely do that. I don't know. I wouldn't be too sad about it. Uh, I would be okay with having every Pokemon game on the Switch. I would be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And if it has to be faithful like BDSP, I'll accept it. I would accept like a red and blue remake that's red and blue, and then it's got the modern conveniences, right? And then uh, you, then you, everybody would realize it's a bad game. It's fine. I was about to say like, how that was a little too recent. <laughs> with I mean, go. I would also take like a gold and silver remake in that same vein. I, yeah, like, let's do something different. Like, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and the BDSP style. Okay, yeah. They could do it. And you know what? Maybe they will, because they just, they literally just ripped the DS code out of Diamond and Pearl and, like, shoved it in BDSP. Like, it's pretty free, and, it, like, Game Freak is working on decent-looking games now, so I'm kind of okay with them. Well, you don't have, you don't have Game Freak do it. You just go, Elka, you're not doing anything else. Like, here you go. Yeah, exactly. You have Elka do it again or something. Okay, here you go. Do Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Yeah. It's like, here, don't change much. Um, we can get Soul Heart Gold and Heart Soul Silver. That's what we'll rename them. <laughs> It'll be really bad. No, I think they should just honestly port them, port them and like put them in the BDSP graphics and call it a day. Yeah, like I, I'm not against it. Like it's it $60 might be expensive for that, but it's somehow still cheaper than actually buying the games. It is. Oh, my gosh. No, they should do that. You know what? You know, that's a great idea. Pokemon, I petition this. I petition this. <laughs> They should honestly just do that, because I think I would have been more excited for HeartGold SoulSilver in the BDSP format than BDSP. <laughs> uh, I really like the Johto story, and Johto's like a really, or HeartGold specifically, is a very packed game. Yeah. I could see a Nintendo Switch Online eventually getting Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance games. I never see it touching DS. Yes, that's probably the, what's going to happen. I mean, when you close the other virtual shot. Yeah. Well, don't, that's a, that's a whole other can of worms, but. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, they can all be resold on the Switch. I guess this was a good topic. I mean, it's Gen 9, baby, get into it, you know? I feel better about it than I thought I would. We knew it was coming. I, I knew it was coming, and I was, and I was kind of dreading it. And I don't know that I'm dreading it at this point. Like, I'm, I'm like optimistic, and not even cautiously optimistic. <laughs> like, I'm just optimistic. I'm optimistic, but guarded. Yeah, it, it's a nice feeling right now. 
Yeah. I wouldn't say like I'm on the hype train like I used to be. And maybe that's just part of my old age at this point. Very that. That's the thing. It's like, oh, I'm optimistic, but guarded. I'm not like all aboard the hype train, choo-choo. But I'm also just like, yeah, this looks like it's got a lot of potential. I feel optimistic like I felt a little about Legends. After playing Legends, I think, helps me solidify my optimism looking at this. But I, time will tell. We'll see here probably in the next few months what's going to happen. And we'll hopefully get something good. But yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's going to be it for the topic. We're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 644, Zekrom, the deep black Pokemon. I've totally done this before because I remember being like, that's a disturbing name. <laughs> Mythology tells us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mythology tells us that if people lose the righteousness in their hearts, their kingdoms will be raised by Zekrom's lightning. <laughs> they clearly haven't seen it in the competitive format. Yeah, right? <laughs> it just needed a little more That's speed. what mythology tells you. <laughs> it is just too slow, right? Like, it, it is just too slow because Zekrom's got that base 100 HP. Well, they did, but they needed to learn to stop giving legendaries 90 speed. Yeah. Yeah. No, literally after this gen is when they stopped doing that. They gave Palkia 100, they realized there was a problem. And then they went back. Palkia was the only one. <laughs> 90 such a bad speed tier to be at. So, like, it, yeah, it makes it awful. I'm so it sorry for it. It makes the 99s good when they shouldn't be. It's okay. It makes the 99s and the 95s good. You know who's faster yeah. than Zekrom? Glyscore. Landorus. And Landorus, that's true. But that's like 91. It's yes. That's and all that's you the need. problem. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a base attack of 150 though, which is pretty decent. A base defense of yeah. 120. A base special attack of 120, which isn't bad either. A special defense of 100. So like the defensive stats are like legendary-ish, you know, combined with sure. the HP. Yeah, 150. Sure. It's sure. okay. Well, the problem is, is like his typing gives him like very common weaknesses. Like ground and dragon and fairy and ice. Because I can tell you there's a lot of ground types running around. I can tell you there's a lot of fairy types running around, Sasha. There there was a time where dragon was not a not a hindering type. That's true. <laughs> and it was Gen 5. The last time that happened was Gen 5. And like to be fair, it does still give you four resistances. Yeah, yeah for, for I mean he has five or six resistances because the electric type yeah, also gives him the electric. A, Electric's usually a good defensive type. It's okay. It's a nice addition, typically. Relative to the number of... You get more resistances than you do weaknesses. That's true. I will give you that. I will give you that. I mean, and his move pool's not too shabby, either. Today's team, though, Sigma, You, I believe you've told me this was the te- this is a team that is just kind of fun that popped in for last weekend's international challenge. I mean, you'll you'll hear about it when you hear the sets. Um. <laughs> no, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, the team, I guess, uh, is what this is. It's a really good, it looks like it's a really good best of one format, honestly. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just go from the top and then we'll just all grab it. So the first mod on the team is obviously Zekrom with the weakness policy, which is fun because you can always just go big and take a hit and have fun. We also have something that sets it off too. So. Yes. Uh, 236 <laughs> HP, 252 special attack. 20 speed, a modest nature, uh, and he's got rising voltage. So if you get electric terrain going, you're having a real good time. But I don't think anybody sets it on the team. Uh, only set it when you're big. Yeah. You, oh, you can set it yourself. You can set it yourself. The, I'm a dummy. The bear. two things that you have 
or you're going to go big with on this team are able to set it. Yeah, anything with an electric move can do it. Yeah. Draco Meteor, Earth Power, and Protect. So this is actually special Zekrom. This team just doesn't care about Intimidate, apparently. And that's that's nice. That's nice. It asks your opponent to bring Intimidate, and then it doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely correct. Also, we've got everybody's favorite redirection mod. This is, I think Amoongus has been relevant in VGC since it existed. Uh, Amoongus, that yeah. is not VGC. It, yes <laughs> it's got uh this is an amoongus with a yachi berry yachi berries flying ice. No, ice 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 never mind i got it wrong i'm i'm bad it's the garchomp berry that's how i remember yeah it's the garchomp berry <laughs> ability regenerate i never remember i just go yes that's the berry i need and then i put the berry on it and i never remember the name again <laughs> <laughs> i i remember yachi berry is the garchomp berry yeah i know i know chopple i know chopple berry is the fighting type one it's only fighting. because it's called choppy yeah. chopple and Chop mm-hmm. is fighting, you know, but Yachi is just like, how's that ice? I don't know. Because wow. <laughs> it's like a blue color, like ice, like the ice types, you know. I don't remember what the, what it looks like. Garchomp likes to eat it. That's all. It's blue like Garchomp. It likes to eat. It's ingrained from Garchomp from Gen 4 for me. Yeah. Like, that, that's where I, I will always remember it. <laughs> I feel like that's the one berry everyone will know off the top of their head. This is a Regenerator Amoongus. Um, it it's got 252 HP, 100 defense, 156 special defense, the sassy nature, uh, zero attack, zero speed, pollen puff, spore, rage that. powder, and protect. Dude, pollen puff is one of my favorite moves in VGC, actually. It's so good in doubles. Double so good. Move, yeah. It's so good because it's just like, hey, you need some heal, I heal you. And it, it, like, there aren't a lot of moves like that. Um, mm-hmm. and pollen puff pulls double duty because it damages too. It protect, it attack, and it's got, yeah. It attack and it heal. back. It do good. So <laughs> I love Pollen Puff. I love it a lot. So next up, we have a Groudon with the Life Orb. Uh, 4 HP, max special attack, max speed, modest nature. <laughs> They're just not ready. Max special attack on a Groudon max is silly. Max special attack. Eruption. Earth power. Silly. Why does it get Thunderbolt and protect? <laughs> it gets Thunderbolt to set the electric terrain for the Zekro. I, yeah. I understand what... I'm, I'm speaking of Groudon as a Pokemon. Why oh. does it... Why is it a ground type that doesn't he get like just random stuff all the time? I feel like Groudon just gets like a lot of random stuff. Why does it get to shoot lightning bolts? Like that doesn't (laughs) nothing about him says that because earthquakes can do lightning bolts sometimes also based 90 speed, uh, but which is funny. Is it plate tectonics? (laughs) Um, Solar beam. That makes sense. Yeah. Solar beam's fine. I am fine with solar beam. Thunderbolt. The electric type move is like the only really weird one. Everything else is fire. Like, there's some dragon-type moves it gets, which is just like, okay. That's fine. It's a big beast. I'm okay with dragon-type moves. And then, like, Brutal Swing, that makes sense. As long as it's not surfing like a Rhydon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it gets it gets Focus Blast. I love how they had an entire episode of the anime about that Rhydon, though, by the way. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> they have, like, an episode about surfing Rhydon, and it's great. Good old surfing Rhydon. Oh, uh, but yeah. Uh, it's probably... This Groudon is probably the other thing you will ever go big with on your team. Actually, yeah, I'm not surprised by anything uh, it has other than other than Thunderbolt. You are correct. Yeah, like, that, that's the standout move pool item. But uh, next up, we have a Whimsicott holding an expert belt because we're hitting things. Down with the Urshifu. That is the gag, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down with the Urshifu. Uh, we have Prankster, 12 HP, 244 special attack, 252 speed, modest nature, Moonblast, Energy Ball, Tailwind, and Helping Hand. 
This is that's actually a great whimsy cut. I'm a fan of this whimsy cut. It's it's gonna hit something. <laughs> it's it's gonna hit something, and then it's gonna help out once it kills Urshifu. <laughs> it's gonna kill Urshifu. This team sounds really fun. I maybe I should play this team this week or next next week. It's next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I should play this. This sounds fun. It, it just looks fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, Sublime, take us home with the uh, final two. Okay, I got some fairies for you. The first is Grimmsnarl. Um, and it's going 252 HP, 140 defense, and 116 special defense with a careful nature. Because we don't need speed. Because we got prankster. So we're running scary face for... is that It drops two stages with scary face, right? Yeah. It drops two stages of speed at priority. Yeah. yeah. That's that's very strong in uh, VGC where speed matters. And trick. I love Gen 8 and how they handle speed now, too. It's so good. Oh, dynamic speed changes? Oh. It's dynamic speed changes during the turn. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We also have trick with Iron Ball. Yeah, So buddy. he doesn't care about the Iron Ball because of all the priority, but you can trick it onto someone else. Because he's already in priority. Like, Yeah. With priority, no less. And then you also have the fake tiers. Uh, For your special attackers. Does that drop special defense? Yep. Yes. And then sucker punch for an attack. Another yeah. priority attack. Even when it, it attack, it always goes with priority. I love that. <laughs> uh, as long as you, yeah, as long as you predict right, right? And then we have to finish it up. Uh, comfy or comfy. I could never tell. How. Comfy. 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 Yeah. It's like a lay. Got a focus sash. It's supposed to confuse you, though, with the comfy part, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, because I feel like I've heard people call it comfy, and I'm like, okay. Uh, so anyway, it's got 252 HP, 4 defense, and 252 special defense with the careful nature, so it's all about the special side of things. Um, yeah. And it's got draining kiss, floral healing, of course, helping hand, and trick room. So this team has, like, literally every form of speed control aside from paralysis. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need. The, I think. Love I that. think the Comfy Trick Room is more there for like anti Trick Room. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, uh, it depends on what speed things you're facing off against. You know, because like both of your legends are 90. That's true. Yeah, you have like, like a... all the speed control though on this team. Like all of it. Yeah. It's insane. Like if they get a Tailwind up, you're not fighting a Tailwind War. This is a very. I wouldn't say this is a good best of three team, but it's definitely a good best of one team. Because, yeah, like, after they realize what you're doing, I think they just go, oh, I can counter that. But I think if you, you you're going to catch a lot of people off guard with this. In the best of one, they're bringing their intimidators. Like, if they have two on their team, they're focusing their intimidators because your two guys are saying, hey, we're physical attackers. Come intimidate yeah. us. And uh, they're going to get a rude awakening. <laughs> All right. So that's the team of the episode. If you guys want to get it uh, on Patreon, you can over at patreon.com slash podcast. Um, this week is the, uh, I didn't do last week's on there because I was on a business trip. We are going to go ahead and throw last week's team up at the same time. So there's going to be like a total of 12 Pokemon. We're, I'm actually going to say 13 because we're going to get that Galarian Sharni Articuno up there, uh, in that batch as well. And we'll probably just run that throughout the month of March. Um, probably alongside Zapdos when that comes out. So definitely consider picking up Galarian Articuno. Uh, if you want it over at patreon.com slash puckle podcast, if you want extras or if you missed the, the event. So definitely go do that. Uh, all right. Uh, on that note though, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. Mail. 
and welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the show is the part where you send an email into us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we might read it. If not, I mean, we will read it, read it, but we won't read it on the show sometimes because it might be really long, like an essay that you were supposed to write for school, but you wrote it to us instead. Or you might have forgotten to put a name. Yeah, or you didn't put your name, and so you get deprioritized. Pro tip, sign off with your name so we know what to call you. <laughs> yes, because we don't like to dox people, so please do that. All right, but uh, yeah, this segment of the show is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Oh, okay. And as always, we'll give the Green Taurus bash to anybody that gives us a good discussion or a good reason to do it. So let's jump right on to these emails. Our first email this week is going to be from Sleeve. All right. Hi, guys. I hope you're all enjoying the current shift from winter to spring, the season with the best dealing Sawsbuck form. Yeah, my week's been crazy. Uh, it was it was 60 degrees earlier, and then yeah, we had freezing rain the last night. So Isn't it? It's weird. It's weird. I had road closures that kept me home a day actually yeah like i'm getting freezes it's weird it's been a weird week weather-wise <laughs> i went to florida and i was really disappointed because it was the same temperature in florida as it was in ohio the week that the week when i was gone and i was just like this is dumb i thought you were just disappointed because you went to florida <laughs> i okay so like i don't know i feel like i feel like ohio to florida is a very lateral move at some days uh but <laughs> <laughs> fair at least I got to see the Gulf of Mexico, so that was kind of cool. Is it? I saw a dolphin. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Oh, a dolphin? Did you see manatees or no? No, I only saw, like, I saw some dolphins because I was at a bar on the beach and I saw them when I was at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, uh, maybe I didn't see dolphins, but I thought I saw dolphins. <laughs> Let's continue. I don't have particularly strong feelings about modern Pokemon game design apart from that I liked where Pokemon was going from Gen 1 to 5, and I'm disappointed that the game stopped maturing with the fanbase. I'm not surprised that this happened, though. Given TPCI's bottom line is impacted in no small way by merchandise, sen- merchandise sales and, as much as the adult Pokemon community loves its merch, kids are the main consumers of this. I disagree. They're making skateboards that are worth, like, $500 or some nonsense. I hard disagree. <laughs> Stitch fix. Stitch fix. Or the wand company Pokeballs. Those things are expensive. Those are expensive. Yeah, but they don't make enough of them, in my opinion. But okay, whatever. It's fine. They're, they're slowly adding more. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> in a world where the target demo wasn't kids, I'd love to see where the series could have gone. I think it would have given scope for Lysander and Team Flair to be more developed as evil team, and maybe delve a bit deeper into Gen 5's idea of moral gray area as the cut and dry, good versus evil theme does feel a bit superficial. Okay, to be fair, I think I think these are rose-colored glasses for Gen 5, because one, yeah. they literally tried to make it black and white in black and white, because your first encounter, like first they, the first encounter you have with Team Plasma is like, oh, yes, we should release our Pokemon. Maybe Pokemon want to be free. Immediately followed with Team Plasma members kicking a Muna. <laughs> and no, they do. And then it turns out that Getsis has been doing this all along to as a way to manipulate, using the morally gray to manipulate people, mm-hmm. which is 
I one, I don't think it's a morally gray story. I think it is a more complicated plot, which is more exciting, in my opinion, to be like to, for that final reveal. Nintendo doesn't do gray very frequently. Like, yeah, and that's fine. Well, I think it's kind of like D and D, right? In D and D, or like, so you watch a Marvel movie, and we really liked Killmonger because he was a very complicated villain, and I think that's fine. But in Dungeons and Dragons, right? I think it's a lot better if you have a villain who's just evil, like plain evil. That way the players really just want to beat him up and actually play the game. Um, And I think the same kind of plays into a Pokemon game. Like you want to have a, like the guy needs to be evil. He needs to be doing something insane. They sort of expanded on it in Black 2, White 2, I think, where uh, yes, you had the sage that was like more of a follower of N's teachings versus the sage that was still with Getz's. No, I think that is I think that is why Gen 5 is more exciting. I don't think it's because of the quote unquote morally gray. I think it's because of the complication that it, mm-hmm. it, it brings in where it was just like, hey, we use the morally gray to manipulate people to do evil, which isn't that gray. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think it's a very... I don't think it's great because it still gives you, like, a big bad, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's more fun and more, like, thought-provoking than, I'm going to erase the universe because my name is Cyrus, and I am a 40... I look like I'm 40, but I'm actually 27. He's done a lot of stuff, clearly. Look he, like probably. That. He's seen some things. Ooh, he's seen some uh, things, yeah, that's seriously. for sure. I don't know. It's it's like It's like a mild criticism I have, though. Uh, with black, with like people's interpretation of black and white, I I don't think it's incorrect. I do th- still think black and white gives us some of the more mature themes that we've been wanting in Pokemon games, and I almost think we got in the Legends Arceus, but I think it still failed from the whole like we didn't actually reveal to you the bad guy until the very end. I mean, the that's not really what you're doing in Arceus anyway. You know, the story's kind of just stapled. No, no, Arceus didn't need the story to carry it. Arceus was very much carried by its gameplay. Much like Zelda. Yeah. And I think that it that's why it does so well. But I would love to see it. Like, could you imagine if we got a good story combined with the gameplay of Arceus? I think it'd be really good. I mean, Arceus still had a better story than the past few games, so. Uh, you're not wrong. I mean, Sun and Moon had a good story, but Ultra Sun and Moon did not. I think Sun and Moon's story was really good as well. Because that one also did, like, the whole morally gray. Well, not morally gray, but it did, like, the, you have a bad guy, but they're doing it for good reasons. Kind of like N was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was very good in that regard. I, I think, honestly, Sun and Moon's more morally gray than than black and white. Mm. Th- it, that is what it is. It's fine. It, it, we'll leave that discussion for an- another day. <laughs> the transition to 3D has been both a blessing and a curse, offering so the potential for broad, open-world areas, which is the best addition to Pokemon in over a decade, in my opinion, but also massacring some of the mons that looked Infinitely better in 2D sprites. Sorry, Smeargle. Smeargle wouldn't be my complaint. I just, you know, I mean, poor Cyndaquil. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Cyndaquil's still okay. They kind of fixed Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil's a lot better now. Yes. They gave it some care. I think my biggest problem was the way they did the models really washed out a lot of the colors that you'd mm-hmm. get in the sprites. I think that's my biggest issue more than anything. Like, Lantern, Lantern's not a like a great pokemon design wise because he's just like a blue blob but it feels faded now but it's definitely faded it literally they just like took all my things and left them out in the rain for a little while or left them out in the sun it feels like the pokemon in rcs at least have improved models especially the ones that were in sword and shield too and it's like oh you're looking yeah. better now yeah exactly like they're improving they're working on them still 
There's death to mouth snow, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. If modern Pokemon game design follows Legends Arceus into the realm of overworld catching, I'm here for it. I think that's a been a tremendous addition to the series, and hope to see it continue. I, I'm I'm I want old style battles, but I want new style catching. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Yeah, because the battle system in Arceus is where it wasn't great, but it also didn't need to be good because that's my least that's my least favorite part of Arceus. I think is the battle system but it didn't need to be good because there's like 10 battles in the entire game and half of them only have a single pokemon yes well they do have the post game thing where you can go and you can like battle a bunch of people yeah but but nobody nobody should be doing that but you can do it i was gonna say i don't touch that (laughs) the battle system's really bad okay yeah it's weird to miss shift battles but you know right it's like oh i got rid of their pokemon oh i'm dead um (laughs) I, I think, if anything, that's just demonstrates how strong the core gameplay of Pokemon has been over, mm-hmm. like, the past 25 years, is literally Legends Arceus changing it once, and we go, oh, no, give me back the old one. Yeah, it's like, uh, strong style versus agile I don't even style. care about that. Not great. I don't even I care don't. about that. I think it was fine for a game that where you're not battling other yeah. people, though. It's good for a game without PvP. I agree with that. If they do another Legend Styles game, they're more than welcome to do it again. Yeah, I enjoy, I mean, like, you know, when you're battling in the wild, I enjoyed the strong agile yes. mechanic. I think that's fine for that. I just don't think it's fine for regular Pokemon. Makes it so much easier to catch things, you know? Yes, that's true. They're, well, they took False Swipe out of Legends Arceus, so... No, it's very easy to get. Oh, yeah, can you get you it? just tutor it. Yeah, Move Tutor can give it to you. Okay, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. So, there you go. I, I didn't bother getting it on anything, but... It there was no need it. so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. I'm kind of sick of gimmicks, though. Megas was a, the sweet spot, and everything that followed was a poor imitation. Hard agree. Yes. <laughs> I personally believe that. If you want to shake up the meta, the best way to do it is probably through updated ban list, like they introduced over a year ago. So right. Ban list meta was the best meta. I just mm-hmm. don't want to see Incineroar for a little bit. That's all I have. Yeah. That's all I have to say. That way, it forces variation, but doesn't impose some half-cooked polarizing mechanic on us. I mean, Gigantamax yes. was mostly bad. Yeah. I understand Dynamax to some extent. Like, it's very balanced mechanically, and I like it in that way. But other than that, it's just, it's not exciting, like, story-wise, or even, like, Pokemon-wise. You know, like, Megas are exciting. We we didn't need an excuse to use Venusaur and Charizard. Venusaur was going to be used anyway. Yeah, and like I look at the I look at the Gigantamax forms, and I'm like, these aren't exciting. And Charizard really was too. Yes. Whether you should or not, it's. I think be. it was. I think it was okay for like a little bit in BSS because it does give access to flying type moves. I mean, but then you give something like Duraludon the G Max that like gets rid of two PP from their attack. It's like, why would yeah, I ever I know. want this? why would i ever want to use the chicken most of them are bad most of them are bad like uh, and then you have lapras that's so stupidly strong that like yeah uh, i know i know they i don't think they balance gigantamax well i think they balance dynamax well that is my personal opinion outside of flying yes uh, yeah flying is always a problem because flying is a good type that they didn't expect to ever make good and no i'm being honest like you have brave like if you think about high power flying type moves you have brave bird and you have fly neither of those are good it's when they start transforming those moves into like these big one hit moves that Mm -hmm. things go crazy yeah uh 
when you get plus one speed, they should have reduced the power on it just like they did with the uh, fighting and poison. I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. I don't know why they didn't do that. They're like, nah, normal powered flying move. Who cares? Yeah, I don't <laughs> They're know. getting they... a speed boost. They have good coverage. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. All right. Moving. This email. He, I green Taurus badge probably at this point, but like, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry that that's been a long one. I'll finish by saying that I've said before and will probably say again that the next Rotom form we need is a Rotom Expresso. And naturally, that would be electric ground beans. <laughs> no, I thought it would be electric dark oh, because it's a dark roast. Oh, oh, that's good. So maybe it's not so obvious. I'm just saying. That's good. Uh, I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> Wishing you all much peace and love. Sleep. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. All right, this next one is going to be from uh, Glyscore Gamer, and Sublime's got this one. I got it. All right. Sleeve's email was good. I'm I'm voting Green Taurus badge. Unless, it like, was like, I mean, it hit all the box, bo- bo- it hit all the check yeah. boxes for us. Yeah. I'm Vegas sorry, were guys. great. I, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, he oh, pandered. Yeah. He pandered. Yeah. I feel pandered to it. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my Puckle Pals. Uh, Glyscore Gamer here to answer this week's mailbag question. In regards to modern Pokemon games, I must say I like them quite a lot. I enjoy the 3D graphics and feel like the designs of the Pokemon themselves have continued to remain solid. However, the newer generations do have some issues. The hand-holding of the last three generations has been painful, and is part of what keeps me from playing through the newer generations more than once. The cutscenes and constant tutorial battles are slow and boring and just cause me to just generally dislike the first hour of my Pokemon playthroughs, especially in Alola. You're so right, though. You know what? You're fair. That's right. The whole first island is, like, filler. A little bit. Well, I would even argue Galar is kind of like that, too, in their first quote-unquote island. At least it feels a lot quicker, though. It, it uh, I mean, it's really easy to be quicker when Alola's is two hours and Galar's is, like, one. Like, that, that's my opinion. I mean, not having to go through trainer school is so nice. Trainer school That trainer really school, terrible idea. Uh, I also severely dislike the timer in online battling. Yeah, I'm I almost going to disagree with that. <laughs> uh, as I love the animations and graphics and really wish I could effectively play competitive Pokemon on cartridge instead of on Showdown. Overall, though, I do like modern Pokemon, especially Legends Arceus, and hope Game Freak and TPCI continue to improve upon these news games. In regards to the Rotom Form question, I think the next Rotom Form will be Electric and Steel-type. Now you might be thinking, how will Game Freak create an electric steel Rotom when all of the Rotom appliances are already made of steel? Well, oh, I no. shall answer that question. <laughs> I run ahead. Oh no. I Just did go. too. I did too. Just do it. Yeah, I know. I know. I knew what I was getting into when I read this paragraph, unfortunately. Uh, the new Rotom form shall be Rotom Gun. The new Rotom form that can faint your enemies and your friends. Oh no. But where would this Rotom form be found? In the enhanced version of Sword and Shield, of course, the new Pokemon gun, which will totally be revealed on Pokemon Day. <laughs> ah, yes. The the third Sword and Shield, bro. Gunter. Uh, could, yeah, you imagine, yeah, yeah. could you imagine if that's what they revealed on Pokemon Day? We, I mean, we, I wouldn't the topic already talk, The topic already <laughs> talked about it. But could you imagine uh, if that's what was revealed? God. Yeah. Let's be honest. A dog-looking thing with a gun on its neck doesn't look very cool. So Road of Gun would be the legendary of this new game. 
<laughs> using the rusted gun to transform. It would not only give. I would love that. I would love that. By the way, could you imagine? Could you imagine the next generation of Pokemon just be calling being called like Pokemon Wash and Pokemon Heat? I would. <laughs> I would buy that so fast. Oh, extra cycle! <laughs> I would love it. I cannot. I cannot. When they got DLC, what happens if a Rotom tries to take over a uh, a Lilden Golem and get that railgun? Oh no! Oh yeah. I think that's made out of rock. That would be electric rock. It would just be like Lolan Golem. Ugh. It would give the gun an extra 55 base special attack, 44 more speed, 41 extra HP, and then 20 points into each of its defensive stats on top of the normal Rotom appliance form boost to give it a base stat total of 680. Oh, wow. He mapped that out. Uh, can you imagine how epic it will be when the Eternatus fight becomes the climax of an action movie? With the protagonist pulling out their Rotom gun to finish off the big bad. I know I can. I even hope you've enjoyed my email today. You know how silly that would be? It would look like the Rotom it would look like the Rotom phone, but like a gun. Could you imagine that like a red one with like a little lightning bolt sticking out of it? <laughs> and smiling at you? Yeah, it's smiling it at you. It would be hundred percent Yeah. <laughs> Hope you got a few laughs out of this impossible content. This is Gliscor Gamer signing off. All right. One more email today. This is going to come to you from Nico. Good morning, Puckle Crew. Nico here. Big day tomorrow, huh? It is tomorrow now, but in the topic, it was tomorrow already. I It's confusing. We time traveled this week. Or I guess yesterday for the listener. I'd love to hear your wish list and wildest hopes, along with realistic predictions, too. But I'm sure you've already talked about that. We did not because we just decided to talk about the real thing. <laughs> the real thing would have happened before the episode on predictions came out. Yes, exactly. And I didn't, It would have been I, real awkward. It would have been weird. I didn't like that. So we decided to wait a day. So let's, let's ask a different question. How much of the Pokemon Presents will be new? I think all of it because I don't think we know anything. <laughs> as long as it's not Detective Pikachu the entire time. Yeah. Uh, we know these directs love to preamble and long trailers, so how many of the 14-ish minutes will be dedicated to new content? A lot of it. I count new content as trailers or gameplay we've never seen before and any information about new content. I myself think there will be about six minutes of new content. Probably not. Uh, I mean, it's going to be like... I it, like It's probably going to be Arceus DLC. This is this is already... I'm, I'm already dating myself because the topic already happened before this. Um, but... Usually they have like a two minute thing where they're walking yeah. through the generations. Yeah, Ooh. we're gonna have a thing, and then we're gonna get we're gonna get like Pokemon Arceus DLC, Pokemon Home update, and then probably like some kind of Gen Nine announcement. I don't know what kind or how much because it's varied in how much they give us when they announce a new region. They they'll either just be like, "Here's the legends," and then now think for yourself for the next four months, and that'll be about it. That's what I expect. Yeah, and when it's a new thing. That's what I expect. I liked Sword and Shield where they were like, here's the starters. Enjoy I the like starters. having the starters. I like having the starters. I hope we get the starters. Opening with the starters is a good way to open. Yes. The starters in the region are always very nice to have. That's all. Um, okay, but moving on. I'm also. Uh, oh, and give us a psychic rotom that looks like a TV. <laughs> I don't know why the TV would be psychic, but that's okay. Why is the TV psychic? I don't because know. Because it has those hypnotic waves that it sends out. It's fine. Okay. okay sure. I'm going to trust you, Sigma. I don't still don't understand. That's okay. I, I I assume it knows hypnosis or something. Why not? 
Anyway, I've got a million predictions I'd love to share, but this email is already getting long, so I'll save it for the Discord. I hope all your dreams come true this week, Nico. Okay, but seriously, Charizard is coming to PLA. You're not fooling anyone, Game, game Freak. We all know you can't make anything without putting Charizard in it. <laughs> Actually, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we are going to get, like, it'd be cool for them to just finish out the decks and, like, shove it in DLC. That's what I want. That's all I want. I don't think it's going to happen. I would be very happy with another year of DLC just to finish it. Yes, I would be too. I don't think that's going to happen though. I don't either. I don't think it's going to happen. I went a whole generation without Snivy. I'm not bitter. You're bitter. I'm a little bitter. (laughs) uh, That's part of what I would expect from a PLA DLC is getting other other starters. Like giving us the Hisui and Snivy. See, I would live. I'm still amazed Greninja's not in Gen 8. I'm still not, I'm still amazed that we, like, especially Greninja would fit so well with the theme of Legends Arceus. It would fit, he would fit so well. And they, they're not going to. Yeah, maybe they're saving it. They're they're not brave. They're not brave enough. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Puckle Podcast. I've been Trainer Thatch, and here we've got a few things. I gotta do my spiel first, I forgot. Come to hang out with us with the Puckle Discord. Also, by the way, Green Taurus badge goes to, uh... uh sleeve. Sleeve. Sure, uh, yes, If you want to email us next week, tell us what you thought about the Pokemon Direct and what your favorite thing is about it. PucklePodcast.com. But hang out with us on the Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. Follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and, uh, Facebook. Go ahead and follow us over on youtube at youtube.com slash puckle podcast go ahead and follow us on twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast i'll be back this week finally thank god yay uh, after taking essentially february off it, it's been a while it's yeah been- I, I essentially took february off for a lot of reasons mostly a seasonal depression because it just gets really cloudy out okay guys yeah oh the seasonal depression is real it's like cloudy and cold and i didn't drink any sunny d so Following that, though, if you want to go ahead and help support the show, you can go do so by going over to patreon.com slash podcast to get things like Shiny Galarian Articuno and other things that we do over there. I really look forward to hanging out with you guys, and I hope to see you soon. If not, keep listening. We really appreciate that support as well. So on that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. I continue to be sublime. And I've been R-Sigma. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs>